0: Some gun control advocates unhappy with Governor Mike DeWine's gun proposals are working overtime to thwart him. Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson wants to throw some shade at you. And Moudini, the wayward cow, is safe after being chased by police who recorded the escapade on their body cameras. This is The Wake Up from Cleveland.com. It's October 17th, and I'm Chris Quinn. Governor Mike DeWine's decision not to seek universal background checks for gun buyers in Ohio has sparked gun control advocates to go into overdrive to put the question before voters in 2020. Ohioans for Gun Safety, the group backing the effort, claims it has already collected about 20,000 of the 133,000 signatures from Ohio voters needed to force state lawmakers to consider the measure. If, as expected, the Republican-dominated legislature fails to pass it, advocates could collect another 133,000 signatures to place the item on the ballot. A spokesman says the group will soon deploy both paid petition collectors and volunteers to gather the signatures by late December, the deadline. The proposal, entitled An Act to Close Loopholes in Background Checks on Gun Sales, would make Ohio the 12th state as well as the District of Columbia to require universal background checks for firearm sales. Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson wants to throw some shade your way. He announced Wednesday that the city will commit up to $1 million each year over the next 10 years toward replenishing the city's tree canopy. Jackson made the announcement and remarks opening the Sustainable Cleveland 2019 Summit, the 10th in a 10-year initiative geared toward bolstering sustainability and creating a healthier city. Has it been successful? Well, Cleveland's carbon emissions have dropped 8% since the initiative began, and an increase in the number of parks means that 81% of city residents are now within a 10-mile walk to an open green space. As for the trees, the canopy covers about 18% of the city today. Jackson aims to make that 30%. You have to wonder if these folks at the county ever do their homework. Cuyahoga County officials recently proposed an $18.6 million contract to provide food service at the embattled Cuyahoga County Jail without doing basic research that would have shown that their favored company has a troubled past. Fortunately, a Cuyahoga County Council Committee did do the basic homework and found out about the history of the Trinity Services Group. The committee put a hold on the proposed contract. News reports say Trinity has had poor food quality, too few workers, and other problems in prisons and jails where it has contracts. The Florida-based company markets itself as a national leader in jail food service, but in response to some of council's concerns, a Trinity regional vice president acknowledged the company was fined for a variety of issues at Michigan Prison, including, get this, riots fed in part by poor food quality. The Cuyahoga County Council wants a lot more information before it considers approving the contract. The big opioid trial looks like it will begin as scheduled next week. A federal judge in Cleveland declined Wednesday to postpone it because of word that several major drug companies are negotiating settlements for thousands of lawsuits nationwide. Attorneys for four major distributors, Cardinal Health, McKesson, Amerisource Bergen, as well as drugmaker Teva Pharmaceutical, urged a delay for a trial in the lawsuits filed by Cuyahoga and Summit Counties. They said the pool of potential jurors was tainted because of news stories that broke Tuesday night and Wednesday morning about the potential settlements, which could be worth as much as $18 billion for all four companies. U.S. District Judge Dan Polster rejected the request of the drug companies, which also noted that the opioid problem was discussed during the Democratic presidential debate Tuesday night. I can't make this stuff up. North Ridgeville police released body cam footage of officers trying to corral a cow named Moudini after it escaped from a trailer Tuesday afternoon. No one was hurt in the fiasco, but officers had their work cut out for them as they tried to get the cow to comply. Mudini got loose after the back door of a trailer opened up while being hauled by a truck. The cow evaded police for several minutes before wandering into a garage of a lawnmower company. Mudini then escaped that garage by a back door. It ran into a farmer's soybean field, and the cow's owner ultimately let two more cows loose, That lured Mordini back to his cow community, and all of the cows were loaded back into the trailer. An unnamed officer wrote a full account of the chase on Facebook, milking it for all it was worth. You've got to love a news update that ends with cops collaring cattle. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up. I'll be back tomorrow with another edition.